You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. The story is told about a man who was attending a church one morning where the pastor announced there was going to be a new capital campaign for a building fund. And so the pastor made the plea for the campaign. And at that time, the gentleman stood up and said, I want to help you with this campaign. He said, the last time I was in a church about 10 years ago, and they announced a campaign, I was so moved and so determined to do what I could. He said, I was a pauper, had very little. All I had was $20 to my name, and I gave it all to that campaign. And now he said, 10 years later, here I am, a millionaire. I can assure you that if you give a little, you'll receive a lot. About that time, a lady stood up and shouted out, Mr., I dare you to do it again. (laughs) My mother was a widow for nearly 54 years. So when I heard the story about the two widows in today's scripture readings, my ears perked up. In both readings, we hear about widows who gave their all. The widow of Zarephath, gave all she and her son had to eat and drink at a time of severe drought to the prophet Elijah, presuming that that would be their last meal, that they would soon die. And the poor widow in today's gospel put in just two small coins in the temple treasury. And Jesus commends her, saying she gave more than all the rest because she gave from her poverty and not from her surplus. Many years ago, in another parish where I was pastor, we were conducting a capital campaign for a building project. And as pastor, I too was making campaign visits. One of the families whose name I had drawn to visit had five or six children, and I knew they were very poor. I felt embarrassed to go to their home and invite them to consider a campaign gift, but I decided I wanted to visit them, not to get a pledge, but to get to know them better. In fact, I took $300 cash in my pocket to give them to help them out. As I visited with them, I was stunned when they suddenly brought up the campaign, said they'd been talking about it, and they told me that they had decided to make a $5,000 pledge. They, too, like the widow in today's gospel, were giving not of their surplus, but from their poverty. I will never forget that home visit. This month, as we here at Immaculate Conception renew our stewardship of time, talent, and treasure, let us keep in mind these two widows in today's scriptures who teach us that when we give our all, God will in turn take care of us. For as Pope Francis himself constantly reminds us, as disciples, God asks everything of us, and in turn, God promises us everything. Because the widow of Zarephath gave away a day's food and drink, she and her son and Elijah were able to eat for a year. For as Elijah promised her, the jar of flour shall not go empty, nor the jug of oil run dry. 
The heart of stewardship is gratitude. Stewardship is our way of expressing our gratitude to God by returning the first fruits to the one who is the source of all that we have. We are not owners, just caretakers of God's abundance. Discipleship is the call to be good stewards of God's blessings. And the only thing that we can give to God that is not already God's is our gratitude. It is important, I think, to read the story of the widow's might within the context of Jesus' admonishment to the scribes for taking advantage of widows in the name of religion, which is not the kind of leadership that Jesus exemplified. Jesus calls leaders to be selfless and self-giving, to give their all in service to the kingdom, and to seek not to be served, but to serve. In the kingdom of God, each one of us is called to be leaders in giving generously of our time, talent, and treasure, not from our surplus, but from our lack. Full stewardship is about going all in and not holding back for fear that there will not be enough. This may seem counterintuitive, but it's simply spiritual physics that is in giving that we receive. This is foundational to our understanding of the scriptures and to discipleship and stewardship. On this Veterans Day, we thank and bless all those veterans who have so generously given of their time and talent in service to our country, especially those who have given all, for indeed they are all generous stewards. This coming Saturday, November the 17th, is my mother's birthday. As I mentioned earlier, she was a widow for nearly 54 years. Our family was not in any way financially wealthy, but we were wealthy in every other way. During our mom's nearly 10 years in the nursing home, all her assets were soon used up, and she became a Medicare patient at the nursing home. Many of you know how that goes. But my maternal grandmother did have 20 acres of farmland that my mom had inherited. And that has now been passed down to my four sisters and I. I wanted to turn it into a golf course. <laughs> and my sisters wanted to build a casino on it. <laughs> and so we compromised and sold it as farmland. It was not a huge amount of money that we received, but my share totaled about seven months' salary. It would buy several tons of candy corn. <laughs> in gratitude for my mom, and in honor of all widows, I am determined to give all of my share away to the poor. The reason I say that to you is to use publicly is because now I have to do it. And this is the same reason that we are all asked to make a written commitment every year to full stewardship of our time, talent, and treasure so that we will follow through. And again, I do this simply because I need to give as an act of faith so that I can come to more fully believe 
that is in giving that we receive. Because God is good. All the time. All the time. 